Enough of that. <laughs> no, keep it up, Sky. <laughs> Where's my scorpions? <laughs> well, Sky's got some other uh, other background music we're going to hear. There we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Coaches Show. We can uh, safely say, is that the scorpions in the background? We can safely say this is the last one of the year. And what a show it'll be. We're going to be here for two hours tonight. Um, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. What should I say? They won the Grey Cup yesterday. I think pretty well anybody who's tuned in here now might know that. Uh, and our phone lines are full, and we'll take texts like we always do and phone calls, but we encourage people to phone tonight because uh, we want to hear some of the emotion. I know that's out there. I've been hearing it since the end of the game last night. Uh, people are just overwhelmed at how excited and happy they are that the Bombers have won the Grey Cup. And, Mike, just... Uh, a thought in the game, some of us were talking after, and the win was so decisive. This is not a game where anybody will ever look back and say, well, if they hadn't got that call or, you know, a lucky break or a turnover when the other team kind of handed it to them. There'd be no conversation like that about this game. It was blue bombers all the way. Yeah, it certainly was. I thought our... Our guys played fantastically. It was it was terrific. All three phases, um, and even when there was a couple uh, couple things went wrong or that we didn't execute on, it was uh, it was like water off a duck's back. Really, it, what's interesting? Take a look at that play where we get a sack and then we get called for Willie gets called for unnecessary roughness mm-hmm. on the quarterback, and they're up fifteen instead of back seven or eight. And the very next play, there's a strip sack, and we get the ball back. Yeah, well, he was a little fired up after taking the penalty. It looked like wow. <laughs> I just I don't know if that's a penalty either. Yeah. But uh, uh, well, I watched it. It's questionable for sure. What a game he had! Oh, fantastic! I mean, that yeah. defensive front, the linebacker, well, everybody. It, Jackson, Jeffcoat, the, yeah, yeah, the guys Relentless. were the guys were getting after it up yeah, front the, for the, sure. Uh, the show is brought to you by Bear Crop Science, by the way, science for a better life. So let's get going here. We'll start with Gary from St. Vitale on The Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Go ahead, Gary. Hey, Coach. It's been a six-year journey to the top of the mountain. How's the view? <laughs> it's 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 good. Maybe a little cloudy because my head, a little foggy maybe, but uh, we're, we're running on, like Bob said earlier, we're running on fumes, but uh, it's it's pretty sweet from up here. Boy, it was a great effort. Uh, I'm happy for uh, yourself, the coaches, players, ex-players, guys like uh, Doug Brown and Stiegel that never won a great cup. You've done a lot for the city, <laughs> and I thank you. And uh, Bob, we love you. <laughs> Coach, do me one favor. Give Bob a big hug. I'm moving over there right now. <laughs> we'll do that during a break, Gary, and uh, thanks for the call. I know you're a, a huge supporter of the Bombers, and you you love them, and, boy, they uh, they made you happy last night, didn't they? Man, I told you, uh, first show of the year. I almost died a year ago after that Calgary game. I thought I was a goner, but I lived, and he made my day. All right, Gary, appreciate the call. Thanks, Gary. Gary. When you hear that kind of emotion, what do you say, Mike? That's uh, People are so touched by what you did yesterday. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, I thought... Yeah, if there's any way that our players honored the fans, it was yesterday. Yeah. 
Richard, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, uh, Mike, I just want to congratulate you. You did a marvelous job. Um, I'm still in a state of shock. I, I, I honestly didn't think you were ever going to beat Hamilton, but I think well, the reason why you did is you guys were more physical. Uh, I think you had uh, uh, the fact that you were the underdogs, I think it motivated your players even more. But one thing I want to say to you is this. Um, the best thing you did was bring Kolaris here. Uh, I was so impressed with Kolaris, not only because of the way he handled himself, but he at no time on that field showed any panic. He he knows how to read defenses. He knows how his passing is so accurate. And uh, Strebler, uh, a guy's almost playing on one leg, and and it was just fabulous to see the quarterback. Uh, and when I was at the game, I was talking to some Calgary fans, and what they said to me is, you got something special in those two guys. So here's what I want to say to you. You need to encourage uh, to keep uh, somehow uh, both Kolaris and Strebler because I remember years ago uh, the Edmonton Eskimos had a two-team uh, quarterback situation, and they won a lot of games. And, and uh, this is not to take anything away from Nichols. Don't get me wrong, but I just think he's a better passer. I love the way the guy has this uh totally um, uh, reads the, the field of play, gets so many guys involved, and... Uh, okay, hey, Richard, I think Mike got your message. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna move on because we've got lots of callers to get to, but I, I believe Mike's hearing you loud and clear. Okay, and right. uh, Mike, uh, uh, you stay with us now. Don't you uh, go uh, taking a job anywhere else, you understand? <laughs> gotcha. Okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, Richard, thanks for the call. Alex, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Go ahead Alex. Uh, thanks, Bob. Uh, first of all, Bob, I just want to say that it was uh, the only thing missing was your play-by-play on the radio yesterday. I uh, think it was a bit of a shame that you weren't able to call the game. Um, that would have been fun, but, uh, you know, that's just the way it goes. We we don't have the rights to the Grey Cup game, and uh, that's the way, that's the way the world works. Uh, and Mike, uh, coach, I, I just want to say thank you. Uh, long time coming, uh, for all of us here. Um, and I think the biggest thing, the thing I've enjoyed the most about watching you, uh, and the team grow the last six years is you guys have kind of always done things the right way, whether it's, uh, you know, players coming, players going on the field, off the field, and, I think you even showed that post game, you know, letting Jake Thomas be the first guy to hoist the cup, the guy who's been here the longest. Um, I uh, yeah, I just thank you. I, ho- I hope you're here for for a number of years, and we can do this again uh, next year and the year after. Well, the plan is to do it again. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, Alex. The, the thanks. J- thank you. The Jake Thomas thing is interesting. Okay. Uh, to me, it was the obvious pick. He's been the, he's the longest serving member, and what. What proved that for me was he accepts the cup, raises above his head, cheers. You can see the emotion. It's fantastic. And he passes it off right away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 
It's because uh, I'm a team guy. The, well, the temptation is to just hang on to it, hang yeah. on to it, right? Yeah. But, uh, congratulations, Coach. This is a text on an epic win. I have one question. <laughs> I love this. Please tell us about your game cap. It looks like a dog or cat bit off a little piece. I've, <laughs> I've been wondering all season about it. Do your hat look that ratty? No. They're, they're, <laughs> I, they're, they're made like that. <laughs> I wish I had a good story about my dog or my cat biting the, ch- the chunk out of my hat, but they're made like that from all New right. Era. I got two hats like that, two different hats, but they both have the same uh, chunk out of it. So it's like the dog ate your homework. The dog did not eat your hat. Is no. that what you're saying? No. Nope. All right. <laughs> Dan, you're on the Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Go ahead, Dan. Well, first and foremost, like everybody else has said, congratulations. That was an epic game, and start to finish, you guys just dominated all aspects. And much like everybody else, I want to say thank you. Um, I've had a rough week, and you guys helped put a smile on my face yesterday, and actually some good tears rather than not-so-good tears. So uh, thank you very much for a fantastic game yesterday. Yeah, it was it was terrific. I enjoyed being on the sidelines for it, too. I can imagine. I wish I was there. I was I was on the sidelines at home, though. That's but good. Congratulations. Yeah, cannot wait till tomorrow. All right, Dan, thanks. thanks for the call. Yeah, there's a parade tomorrow. It starts at noon. Um, Portage and Hargrave, I forgot to bring my release in here with me, and then it goes, uh, weaves its way to the fork. So you, you'll find it, uh, folks. Google it. Go to bluebombers.com. Go to cgob.com. It's all there. Uh, Kate, you're on the coach's show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Kate. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, well, thanks doesn't begin to cover it. Uh, great feeling. Um, we, I talked after the Western final win and said that uh, maybe Shades of 84 where you guys kicked Hamilton's butt and there you did it again. So <laughs> I remember that call. Yeah, good on you. Uh, so a couple questions and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, was there any point in the game where you just kind of knew you were going to win like before the end. <laughs> and second question, does your wife want you to cut your beard now? <laughs> well, she she thought she might come in tonight, but she would have definitely answered that. You would have heard her over the uh, mic, but uh yeah, it'll get it'll get cleaned up a little bit. Um it's starting to collect a little bit too much of stuff. So, um at any point did I think we were going to win? Well, when we kept battling back, they'd drive down, and we kept battling back and chipping away with points, medlock field goals. Um, I, I knew we were we were doing well. Like there wasn't the feeling of the, any tide turning, that's for sure. And then when you go up twenty one, um, and when you're able to drive the ball, I think we you know we we had decent uh, time of possession throughout the game. So I just eventually they they're going to run out of time. I know the last three minutes are are very long in the CFL, and they could probably get. You know, we scored 14 points in in under two minutes before. So, mm-hmm. and that's an explosive offense. But you just by the way our defense was playing and the way we were controlling the the ball and the clock, um, I I knew at some point they were going to run out of time. Third and a yard or third and less than a yard is close to being automatic in the Canadian Football League. But when teams do it against you, you must feel like you've got them right where you want them. This game. Absolutely, we. You've been good at it all year. Yeah, and good at it means you stop them ten percent of the time, or whatever, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's pretty good, though. Yeah, and to get them twice. Yeah, and you know, I couldn't see the one angle on the second one, but the first one, I knew we stopped them. Uh-huh. Um, when the ref came in to spot, I'm like, "Yeah, we got them." So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second one was the, the the guys were pretty excited. So it's it's it is rare. 
780-6868. The show's brought to you by Bear Crop Science, Science for a Better Life. We're here for two hours tonight to coach a show with Mike O'Shea, and we'll have some music of some kind that our producer, Sky, will pick when we come back on 680 CJOB. Some of the sounds as we welcome you back to the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea for Bear Crop Science, Science for a Better Life. Some of the sounds from the airport today when the bombers arrived home around uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. Were you expecting that, Mike? Well, we were told there was going to be some people there. And uh, boy, did it just, it just grabbed you. It was, it was, you had to fight back the tears of joy, you know, like just to see the passion and the people welcoming the players. I think uh, it was a phenomenal sight. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Big Hill got up there and he's really been emotional and fired up about bringing the cup back to, to Winnipeg and Manitoba. Yeah. He's not alone though, obviously. No, yeah. but he is, um, he is very happy to do that. Yeah. Uh, here's a text before we get back to the phone calls. Congratulations on bringing home the Grey Cup where it belongs. <laughs> that was the best game of the season, in my opinion. Hats off to all the coaches and players. I want to specifically give a shout-out to Chris Streveler for his pass to Andrew Harris. He's taken a lot of criticism, and he couldn't have thrown it any better. Great team win. That pass was an absolute beauty. It was a beauty. And, and Andrew went down to the carpet to get it and just put himself in a great spot and hung on. I mean, Andrew's a very talented receiver uh, also, but that was a, a great ball by Strev um, over the crossbar um, in fairly tight coverage, so just a great shot. When you talk about players playing angry, he had a bit of a bit of an anger going yesterday, didn't he? he? Plays like that all the time, though. Andrew. Yeah. And Strev. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they Andrew, both did. Andrew specifically, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Bob, you're on the Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Go ahead, Bob. Mike, I want to congratulate you and the whole team. You guys did absolutely fantastic. Glad to see my uh, couple of years of pestering you with the two quarterback uh, system really worked. I'm saying that with my tongue in my cheek, Mike. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I thought that was great uh, every time you really threw the other teams off, uh, off balance and did a great job. And I'm hoping that all these fans who've come out to greet you will realize that, hey, there's also season tickets for next year. Let's fill up that stadium, keep it up. And I really hope that you can, uh, you and Kyle can keep an awful lot of those upcoming free agents. Um, I think we've got a real good nucleus there. And uh, the other thing is I was so very happy to see uh, Andrew get both awards with being snubbed by the sports writers. I hope they will finally shut up about the problem. I believe every word that Andrew said that it was a mistake. And I think any person with common sense would realize, hey, the man had so many clean tests. Something had to be wrong with this. 
and it was so poetic justice for him to get not one but two. All right, Bob. Played a great game. Thank you for everything, and for next year already, go Bombers, go. Thanks for the call, Bob. All right, Bob. Steve, you're on the Coaching Show with Michael Shea. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Good. Good. Congratulations, hey, Mike. I always figured we needed a quarterback coach, but I'm glad that you took us all the way there. I figured we'd have a – I love the way you used the one-two quarterback punch. It was great. Um, this is, goes out to all the people who uh, lost their dad the last few years ago, and it was really good to – wish that he was there to watch this and – you know, it's. I was 20 years old in 1990, and here I am now, becoming an old man. And it's good to see it. I hopefully, we'll bring a few more back in the next decade. Thanks, guys. Okay, thanks a lot. 49, Steve. You're not an old man. Trust me. Maybe we can squeeze one more in before we break. Keith, you're on the Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Go ahead. Oh, hi. How are you both tonight? Good. Good, Keith. Good. I've said this before, and I'll say it again, Bob. Thanks again this year for another great year of broadcasting with you and Doug Brown. Thank you. And another thing, too, that I wanted to say tonight, uh, uh, one more question, one more comment. It must, uh, it, it must make you feel great, Mike, to have won the Grey Cup now as a player and as a coach. Yeah, it's... You know what, Keith? We're going to let him comment on that when we come back because we need to break. we got news coming up. Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. I'll ask him about it when we come back. The Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea on 680 CJOB. Champions of the world, that's Queen. And that's uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the Bomber Coaches Show for Bear Crop Science, Science for a Better Life. We'll be here until 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, hi, Bob. Super happy for the guys. A fantastic game. Not to discredit anyone else. One thing that has disappointed me is I've heard no mention or credit given to Kyle Walters. He and Danny McManus have done an amazing job at obtain, obtaining these fine men. Why has his name not been mentioned? Well, I'll speak to this first. Um... We talked about Kyle Walters yesterday on our shows. We reference him periodically. Kyle likes to stay in the background. He prefers to have Mike be sort of the face of the organization and uh, just uh, prefers to stay in the background. So, uh, you know, he certainly deserves credit, Mike, uh, full credit for what you guys have done. Yeah, and the two names missing uh, that were mentioned are Ted Govai and, yeah. and Ryan Rigmaiden. Sure. Um that, that do a great job. Ted's an assistant GM, mm -hmm. and, and Ryan's a U.S. scouting guy. So, yeah, um, yeah they've they've all done a great job. All right. Um, so the caller, before we took the break, wanted to know how it felt. You, you've won five great cups now, three as a player, one as an assistant, and yesterday your first as a head coach. Did it feel any different as a head coach? Um, yeah, the coaching... Uh, the coaching cups feel different than the playing, obviously, and I'm trying to think. Uh, I th I think it just took longer to set in uh, this one as the head coach. You know, you get there's a lot going on, and I was kind of waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. Then at five thirty odd this morning, I sent Buck Pierce a text. Yep, just set in, <laughs> you know, uh, and it was uh, it was fantastic. 
Yeah, it felt good. Huh? It felt good. Yeah. Kelly, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Kelly. All right, thanks, Bob. Uh, Coach, uh, first of all, I need to apologize to you, Scrabbler. Um, after the home-and-home uh, home with Saskatchewan, I phoned in, and I was uh, begging you to trade for a veteran quarterback because I didn't think he was, you know, good enough. And um, that play there where he threw the touchdown to Harris, the play before that, when he handed the ball off, I noticed he threw a block for Harris, and, you know, that convinced me that he's, you know, the real deal. Oh, he is the real deal. He is all in all the time. His teammates love him. And every time he takes the field, he's trying to, um, he's just trying to lay it all on the line for his guys. All he wants to do is win for them. Yeah. And he'll do anything he has to to do that. Like, uh, Calaris and him, you know, those guys are like Batman and Robin, you know. We got to keep them somehow. And Matt Nichols, too? Um, uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, Kelly. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. Omer, you're on the Coach's Show with Grey Cup champion Coach Mike O'Shea. Hi, Mike. Uh, congratulations. Uh, it's been a long time, and I'm just so, so happy right now driving back from Calgary. Sure making the ride a lot uh, funner <laughs> now coming back with the Grey Cup, that's for sure. Uh, just to put into perspective how long it's been, you know, back in 1990, my second date with my wife was a great cup uh, playoff game and then i think her third date was a great cup uh, celebration downtown portage in maine and now we uh, got to celebrate it together in calgary you know after an engagement a marriage five thousand diaper changes five graduations um i got gray hair uh, what's left of it now my oldest daughter's changing diapers finally we got the great cup i am so happy you, when, you don't know what it means to me and my family. We've, we go to all the uh, games in Winnipeg with my kids, my daughter, my sons, uh, and they're, they have now season tickets, and they're going to continue the tradition, and this great cup will help the city to keep this team alive for many years to come. So thank you very much. And uh, I just have a question. About uh, when I saw the roster on Saturday, I saw that uh, we had Cody Speller and Desjardins, and I couldn't believe when I was at the game watching them, you know, who's that 62 down the field leveling linebackers? And it's like, that's Cody Speller and Desjardins just playing with anger. And I think uh, it was overlooked in all the comments post-game about how well those uh, two rookies played. So uh, maybe make a comment uh, about how those two guys played. And, of course, uh, Mike Miller and uh, Thomas Miles. And my wife here's got a question. Whose hair is redder, uh, yours or Mike Miller? Thanks. <laughs> and I'll wait for your question. Okay, Omer, thanks. Right. Oh, there's a lot there. I tell you, I appreciate your story, your timeline of, of your fandom. That's, that's fantastic. I'm glad we could... Uh, Bring that cup back to you. So hey, drive safely too, please. Um, I think I've got a redder beard than Mike Miller. I got maybe a little more white in it though. But uh, you got more beard too. Yeah, yeah. He's just a young pup. That's why. <laughs> and the young guys on the offensive line, yeah, they did a great job. It, it, the whole group is very physical. Um, I think Cody Speller 
you know, he, he came in, I forget what year it was, a few years ago, and then he went back to school, then he came back and he stuck, and now he's playing, starting for us, and uh, he is he is really tough, man of few words, um, you know, just strikes you as one of those when you meet him, the honest as, as the day is long type of guy, you know, just willing to work hard and and get the job done. And, and Drew Desjardins, as a draft pick, um, being thrust into that spot, it, it's it's reminiscent of Sook Chung. Drew Drew's physicality is is what you notice. He is uh, he is strong, really strong, and he's the way he's built. You know, he's just perfect for the offensive line. But they've uh, they've done a great job for us this year. I was on the elevator with Drew Desjardins yesterday morning, and he kind of looked at me and he kind of smiled, and I said. How you doing? He said, great. I said, are you nervous? He said, not a bit. And I thought, <clears throat> did you, sorry, your read on your team going into the game, did you feel that everybody was calm, cool, and collected? Yeah, I thought so. I really did. I, I wasn't, uh, but we, we've also talked about that too. You know, if you're, if you've got some nerves, it's, that's quite okay, right? Yeah. So um, I think the guy's, Handle it well. Uh, you know, the preparation all week seemed pretty long. You know, you're just there long, and you're, the meeting times are at different times. And I think they were ready to play a few days earlier, mm. you know, so I think they've probably already got that out of their system. I mean, there's always going to be a little something. Your body's going to feel a little different before kickoff because, you know, you get the flyby, and you, there's just a, a lot more hype. It takes forever for the kickoff to come around, oh, too. Oh, boy, does the, it ever. Yeah. And then the halftime was... 32 minutes yeah. long. All right, Chris from Calgary. You're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea for Bear Crop Science. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, first of all, just want to say congratulations and a big shout-out to uh, to the coach. Uh, there was a 1,000 or, or over 1,000 waiting at the airport, and there was three of us outside the Sheridan at uh, the Eau Claire in, in Calgary this morning. Uh so uh, big thank you for uh, for the picture. My only regret is I didn't bring my cigar. Uh, we would have been twins in the picture. Excellent. I still got mine right here. It's not not lit, obviously, in the studio, but I got it right, <laughs> sitting right beside me. Uh, I wanted to uh, introduce a new CFL record, and this is uh, goes for the most deserving Grey Cup ever. I did my research. No CFL team has won the Grey Cup by beating their opponents who had a combined 40 wins in the regular season. Well, we'll have to get Steve Daniel on that, but you're probably right. I wouldn't know. Bob, you might. Well, that's kind of an odd stat. You're talking about the three playoff games they won, including the Grey Cup, right? I'm just talking about how deserving and how, uh, like, undisputed... Uh, that that this team is, they they knocked off the the top three seeds. Yeah. I went as far back as I could. No team has ever beaten the field yeah. with with uh, forty wins in the regular season to to win the Great Cup. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. That's uh, Mike. We we had a hell of a run in the playoffs. They they are yeah. they're, they're good football teams and and. We managed to beat them on that day, mm-hmm. so uh, that's. I'll, I'll keep that stat. <laughs> uh, I just thought I would introduce it to you because uh, I just uh, I, I've never. Uh, I still had the ghosts of Ryan Dinwiddie from 2007 getting him to run on that third down. 
uh, instead of passing, which was our closest shot to getting the cup back in 07. Uh, so I had to, uh, I had to find something for some emphasis on this. And, uh, and, um, I just wanted to leave with, uh, by saying, uh, Bob, we are already planning your, uh, 50th anniversary for calling, uh, the bombers. So you got to stick around for at least three more years. Uh, okay. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, I'll just leave you with this. I'll hang up and I'll listen. Um, I just wanted to ask how many uh, bombers um, and, and some of the big names maybe um, live uh, in Winnipeg uh, in the off season. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Okay, Chris. Not enough. You, you know, you'd like more guys to stick around, but it's a positive thing. Adam Big Hill is, is moving here and um, Matt Nichols lived here last year and I imagine if if there's a contract, we get a contract done, he would stay here uh, for the majority of the off season. Um, but uh, yeah, not enough. I, I don't know that it's um, taken hold yet. A lot of these guys are young guys too, and they go back and they maybe take more credits at school or they do wh- whatever they got going on at home. So, um, but we always try and encourage them to stay. You knew that uh, when you won the Grey Cup, there was going to be tremendous celebration here in Winnipeg and Manitoba from Bomber fans. Uh, are you surprised at all at the emotion some people feel, the crying? I mean, there's people crying all over the place about this. It, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. I mean, it's, um, you know, from my time here, you realize that there are thousands of fans that are really connected they're not just they don't just have a shirt someone gave them for christmas they they are they are connected to the team the teams in the community like i said before they're knowledgeable fans they they're very proud and they um intelligent fans and they just they've built this connection over the years and i think the tradition maybe of um what this team has meant to the community over time and the legacy of you know the being a bomber fan being handed down from a dad to a, a son or daughter and it just grows, you know. So it, it doesn't surprise me how how they're all in, and it 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 is an emotional time. Sure, it's the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Two hours worth tonight on six eighty CJOB. The Bombers Coach's Show on six eighty CJOB. It's awesome. It's like celebrities. I just touched Willie Jefferson's hand, both hands, and I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fan at the airport today when the Blue Bombers came home with the Grey Cup. By the way, you guys broke the Grey, Grey Cup, I understand. You've damaged the, the chalice. It's fixed. it's fixed? Yep. You broke it and fixed it it's just a, like it's that. It's fixed. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I had a text I was going to read. Uh, still driving back from Calgary. Thank you for the best day ever. Congrats to the whole Bomber organization. I was one of the emotional fans crying tears of joy. You, Mike O'Shea, hung out on the field after the game for a long period of time did you not uh, meeting and greeting and hugging fans well i had a i had a radio spot i had to do and uh talk to my family and the players were still on the stage so and then i had to go do uh, a post-game media thing anyway so uh i mean this is part of what the cfl is for me is just being around that seeing it it's it's terrific. Yeah, that scene on the field after the game with the confetti and and uh, the coaches and players and the families out there, those are precious moments, aren't they, for all those people? Extremely. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never forget them. No. 
Robert, you're on the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Robert. Yes, congratulations, Mike McCarthy. I'm very happy for you and Richie Hall. Mike O'Shea, you mean? You said he's got a ring. Hey, Robert, you said Mike McCarthy. You mean Mike O'Shea? Mike O'Shea. (laughs) Okay. And Paul Lapolis and uh, Buck Pierce, all the coaching staff. I'm very happy um, for the parade. I'm glad they're having it. I'm bringing my three cowbells and Doug Brown jersey. I'm sure you, Bob and Doug, missed those cowbells in your ring at the pregame show. I used to ring them in your ear. I remember. Yes, uh, I'm in retirement. I'm coming back, though. But my hat's off uh, to the parade. But my hat's off to Kyle Walters. He drafted well. He knew that you had to draft Canadian beef, and you had to let them mature and age. And uh, I'm very pleased at at the color of the Bomber quarterback jersey. He hardly got touched, and that is something against the Hamilton defense. And the Bombers put a lot of pressure on. So the Canadian beef that came to play, I'm very pleased with the two skis, Walatarski and uh, Demski. I used to holler at Ski, have a good game Ski without pronouncing his full name. I used to stand in the southwest corner there with my cowbells, ringing the players on the field. I used to have fun. But I look forward to it. I'm very pleased that the Bombers won. They deserve it. They deserve everything. They, uh, they, everything is hard-earned. And the Bombers earned it. They had patience. They earned what they got. And I'm very pleased that they uh, beat three better record teams uh, uh, with heart. With, they hit hard. That was very hard-hitting that the Bombers were doing. They weren't there as wusses. They were there as hard-hitting players. And they stung Hamilton many times. Okay, Robert. Good. Appreciate the call. We're going to move on. We got lots of calls that you did sting the Tie Cats. You always talk, Mike, about playing physical. Boy, you you guys brought that yesterday, didn't you? I think that's it's always going to start with that in football. Is you got to go out there and you want to, you have to want to play physically. You have to want to hit somebody, no matter what your position. It's a contact sport. Uh, there's a uh, just a short text here. Feel awful for Chad Rempel. Was he at the game? Well, he was not only at the game, he was the long snapper yesterday. Yeah, he did great. So don't feel awful for Chad Rempel. He's a great cup champion. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Derek, you're on the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Derek. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, congratulations, Coach, on a just a terrific year. I, call, I called in your first year about halfway through the season and thanked you then for changing the culture of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and I had nothing but full confidence that you were going to go and end the drought for us. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, as a teenage kid, when the Bombers won three great cups in a very short span, I never thought that I would wait 29 years to see it again and celebrate it. And it was worth every second of it, every second. I do ask just one thing of you, if you could please do this. Um, I'm, I'm calling from out in the Brandon area, so there's lots of Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans in this area. Um, the 1990s chant is now done over there. But we won the first ever game in New Mosaic. We won the first Western semifinal in New Mosaic. We won the first Western final in New Mosaic. And you know where I'm going with this. You want the Great Cup. Next year. Please win that Great <laughs> Cup next year in Mosaic because they can never take that away from us. Yeah. Okay. Once again, Coach, thank you so much. No, thank Have you for the call. All right, Derek. Uh, Derek said he was calling from the Braddon area. Here's one. Congratulations to the Bomber coaches and players and all of the Blue Bomber fans. We did it. We are Grey Cup champs. Is there any way the whole organization, coaches and players and staff, can come with the Grey Cup to Brandon? We would all love to congratulate you all for a wonderful wonderful performance. I'm a huge fan and have been a huge fan all my life. Can you plan a trip to Brandon with the Grey Cup? That's a good question. That's 
That's uh, that's well. Y- y- we do have the Grey Cup. I imagine we get to keep it for a little bit, and it'll. Uh, I'm sure it'll travel around. Whether it gets to Brandon or not remains to be seen. All right, Karen, you're on the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Karen. Hello. Um, I've got to tell you, I am not a football fan, which is so surprising. I switched the show on and just got so caught up in the teamwork and the effort that these guys put into that game. I was screaming at that TV. I'm screaming at my mom. And it was so exciting. It was so great to see a bunch of guys work together. There was nobody that was, you know, oh, I don't feel like playing. It was a team. And, and the coach, O'Shea, you were, I, every time they panned on you, you were so just standing there like, okay, these guys know what they have to do. I don't have to yell at you. I don't have to tell you. You know what you have to do. If you want this, then you go and you play. You, 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 you guys were like ticks on dogs. Hamilton couldn't even catch the ball. You guys knocked it out of out of the out of their hands. You were on them like as soon as the guy would catch the ball there, the bombers were there. These guys were so focused and so intent on winning this game, that's why they won. Their heart was a hundred percent in that game. All and right. I wanna thank you for giving me, a person who doesn't normally watch football, the thrill of a lifetime. All right, Karen, thank you for the call. I love your energy, Karen. Yeah, no kidding. So, Mike O'Shea, and we're back for a second hour, two-hour version of the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea tonight for Bear Crop Science. What do you think when you hear people chanting, O'Shea, 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 O'Shea? What I honestly think? <laughs> <laughs> well, we always look for honesty. <laughs> yep. Um, there are so many great players with so many great stories on this team. They should be chanting their names. Oh, come really. on. That's got to feel pretty cool, isn't it? I uh, I think it just, it's because it sounds like ole, ole, ole. Well, that's what it sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That's uh, how they say it. I'm going to hit you with a text uh, that I got from... A Bomber alumni member who I know, and uh, he shall remain nameless. Uh, Hey, Bob, just listening to the show. Please congratulate Mike from us alumni and mention tomorrow at the Forks would be a nice place for him to sign his new contract. What do you say to that, Mike O'Shea? Well, I think we'll be a little busy entertaining the fans and (laughs) signing autographs and talking. You said a couple of weeks ago on this show, just to be serious for a minute, that uh, your intention was to stay here and uh, that has not changed. Nope, hasn't changed. Yeah. Do you think there will be any problems in working out a new deal? No, I don't. Okay. There you go. So we can put that to bed. Please. All right. <laughs> Charlie, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Charlie. Hi, Mr. O'Shea. Uh, I was at the game yesterday, and I, as I explained earlier in an interview with CGOB, it was a, a spiritual experience uh, that someone can go to a game with Blue Bombers in it and win the Grey Cup. Uh, it was outstanding performance on both sides of the ball, well-deserved, and it made it even better in the style we did it in. Like, we kicked their butt. And uh, we saw it earlier in this year against Saskatchewan, the Labor Day, where we kicked their butt. And you guys showed up last night and just did it. 
thank you to the thank you and the Blue Bomber organization. Uh, let's try to go for uh, maybe a, at least a two-year dynasty. Uh, get you signed. Get Mr. Colero signed. Maybe Mr. Jefferson. And um, I think we'll be uh, pretty competitive over the next number of years uh, if we do so. So uh, thanks again. Um, I played high school football at St. Paul's High School, wore number 29. Not in a million years did I think that I'd have to wait 29 years to witness another Bomber championship. And actually, 29, I have four children. My oldest daughter was born 29 years ago. She was three months old. So that's how long it took. But uh, I'm very optimistic and positive that we'll, if this decade, we'll win at least two or three more Grey Cups. Thank you again. Thank you. Appreciate the call. All right, Charlie. You said uh, more than once, Mike, that you understood the, the the drought and that you you and your organization took partial ownership of it. How happy are you that you're not going to have to hear that anymore? Oh, I don't, I don't know about that, that it's really bothered me that you hear it. I think um, it certainly gives context to um, conversations. You know, when, when that comes up, you listen to the, the the passion in the in the person's request that we've got to win it for this reason or for that reason or for my grandpa who's this old we got to get it done soon mm-hmm. um, and it certainly just it gives perspectives right so um, yeah we won't we won't hear it again no you won't no. But it didn't bother me that we did. Okay. Uh, here's a text. Can't get through on the phone, so I'm trying this. I want to ask Mike O'Shea to pass on a personal apology for myself to Richie Hall. I've bantered with Bob, being me, via email most of the year on Richie's play calling. I now see your faith in him as a coach, so please pass that on. I was at the game and saw, saw firsthand the emotion Richie had after the game. Um, and then on a side note, he says, can we teach Strubler to play defense for the Winnipeg Jets in the offseason? <laughs> they could use his grit and determination. Uh, Richie Hall, or Richie Hall. Yes, Richie Hall was very emotional after the game. No doubt thinking about his losing his brother and all the things that have gone on in his life. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that was a big part of it. Uh, the emotion of the game, but also the fact that his... his uh, Brother wasn't at the game because I'm sure if he was able to, he would have been there. Yes, for sure. Marion, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Oh, hi. Uh, I want to say thank you, head coach. Uh, your whole team plays fantastic. It was great right to the end. Um, your, your team's never, your offense, your defense never, never gave up. I just want to say thank you for bringing the cut back to Winnipeg. And that's all I want to say. And please come back as a head coach. Thank you very much. All right, Marion. Appreciate it. Thanks, Marion. I got a, a email from a woman named Shona. She says, please tell Coach O'Shea I prayed three times on Sunday, and I'm not religious. First was before the game. I prayed they'd win the cup at halftime, that they can sustain the lead, energy, and enthusiasm. And the third one was after the game, thanking God for this wonderful gift. Do you think uh, a higher power had anything to do with what <laughs> happened yesterday, Mike O'Shea? Oh, maybe, you know, (laughs) I I always believe that, uh, that he's got more important work in lots of other fields than sports, but then, (laughs) so there you go. Yeah. Bruce, you're on the coach's show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Bruce. Hey, hey, 
Hey, hey, Mike! Congratulations, and you know, congratulations, Bob. You're the one who you're, you're one of the people who you, we think of most. You and you, Ed, and you know, like a lot of people who've been with this team for years, and also Brad, the equipment manager. Yeah. And also, also one thing today I did was my grandma was a, a big bomber fan since the 1930s. So, like, and she passed away just a few years ago. You know, like, just the, yeah, earlier today, I went to her grave and put like a bomber hat on there. Like, I was wondering, Bob, do you who do you think of most who's not here right now to celebrate? Like, I think of people like who win with this team, like Ken Hildall, Sharon Mullins, Jerry Mislowski. Like, and like, who do you think of most? Like, who's not here to celebrate? Well, you mentioned Jerry Maz. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's a yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I was saying the uh, the other day when when you talk to fans and they've said about how how they really a grandparent or uh, a parent that's that's not with them anymore, what it would have meant. And you know, I firmly believe that uh, they're they're watching it, they're seeing it, they're feeling it. So. Um, I wish we could have won sooner. Yeah. It would have been Jerry Maslowski for me, Bruce. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the call. Bob, you're on the Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Go ahead. Uh, congratulations, Coach. It was a fantastic game. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. And, Bob, too bad that uh, V never got the play-by-play because uh, you got to promise us that you're going to be around, like that uh, previous caller said, for another three years to Mark the fiftieth anniversary. Well, I'm negotiating a long term deal with my wife. <laughs> and it's not going that well, but carry on. Okay. Uh, one thing, Coach, I I just want to say uh, congrats and kudos to to your coaches. Um one of them, Richie Hall, he's taken a lot of flack in the last year. And he has turned that defense totally around. They played outstanding tight football for the last really six or seven weeks, you know, and uh, totally impressed with them. And and the other guy I'm really impressed with uh, from your coaching staff, it's Marty Costello, that offensive line coach, probably doesn't get anywhere near the credit that he, he should. But, I mean, you take a few of those rookies like Speller, even though he's a second-year guy, but Dejarley, Jeff Gray, and he's turned them into really a formidable offensive um, line. I mean, Look at uh, uh, Zach. He never got uh, dirtied once, as far as I can remember, from watching the game. You know, they just totally, totally kept them upright. So big kudos to your coaching staff and uh, good job in hiring them. They, they've done a great job, and and it's really come to the forefront through the through the playoffs. Um, the the staff used the bye week um, to a great advantage. They prepared against. Um, three different opponents to make sure they got a they got ahead at least a day ahead on on everybody, um, which was fantastic. And you you talk about Marty, and you think about the beginning of the year with Patty Newfeld out too. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael Couture was his first year starting at center. Uh, yeah. Drew Desjardins, Jeff Gray, uh, Cody, th- these young guys, and and you know to start the season five and zero oh, with. Um, that level of inexperience on the O line, uh, yeah, Marty's done a fantastic job with them, and we we've done a good job drafting and making sure we're getting guys in here that that can learn and and um, physically can make this make the jump very easily. So yeah, we, all around, it's been fantastic. Yeah, 
Yeah, if we can keep them, you know, it bodes well for the future of the Bombers' uh, offensive line. And if you do, by chance, sign uh, Zach Krauss, uh <laughs> it's uh, good on him for keeping him upright, you know, instead of on the ground. All right, Bob. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate the call. Okay, thanks. You mentioned Pat Newfeld. So Newfeld and Jake Thomas, nine years in the league. First Grey Cup. You must, uh, and I know you feel good for everybody in the organization, but how about those two guys? Yeah, it, it really does hit home. It's it's reminds me a lot of Jude St. John and when we won a Grey Cup together and he, I don't think he'd even made the playoffs for a decade. Mm. You know, so I think that was the stat that he hadn't been in the playoffs. But so to win a great cup, you sit back and you watch those guys. I, I took my little spot on the corner of the stage and just watched for a little bit. And um, that's uh, those are great moments. Yeah. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Uh, I feel kind of wonky because I was really, really pumped yesterday, and now I'm kind of sad. I have to go back into my routine. It's a spiritual experience especially having the Blue Bombers win for the first time in 29 years. I wore 29 in high school, and it's been 29 years since we won the Cup. A spiritual experience is what that uh, one fan called the Bombers' Grey Cup win yesterday, and everybody has their own sort of take on that. Uh, welcome back to the show, the second hour of our two-hour Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea, the final one of the year, obviously. Jeff, you're on the Coach's Show. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Coach O'Shea. Uh, congratulations. Um, I just wanted to have a few comments about a thing, a few topics. I don't think that have been raised. Uh, just first of all, there's no question that we are currently the best team in the CFL. I mean, we took down the you took down the Stamps twice, knocked off the Riders, beat the Tie Cats decisively. Uh, those are all the top teams. We're now the top team. But I do think that the harder road to the Great Cup actually paid off. Um, you know, I thought for a long time that we'd have to get first place and be one home win away from the Great Cup to give it our best chance to win. But uh, I think this really paid off and that the team was really prepared for such a hard-fought battle. Um, and I think the lessons that were learned over the season, like, you know, we gave two blown leads. Um, I knew that wasn't going to happen again when we had a large lead in the Grey Cup. Um, special teams, you know, a mistake in the Riders game. I knew that you, you weren't going to let that happen again. So I think we learned, and I think you've progressed and, and grown as a coach over the last six years, and uh, that's definitely to your credit. Um, so thank you. Um, the play calling, though, I just wanted to mention the play calling yesterday was fantastic. I mean, when's the last time we've seen a direct snap to a receiver and then throw to the quarterback um, in a great cup game? Uh, the two quarterback systems are very innovative. Um, and then finally, that special teams tackle by that global player, Hanson, I think his name is. Yes, Hanson. Yeah, like that. that do you have any? Uh, that's that was a that was <laughs> quite quite a memorable uh, block or tackle or whatever, or both, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, you haven't seen a hit like that. Um, you know, I, I, you don't see too many hits like that anymore. Uh, and and it was just what was interesting about it was he took the blocker. Lifted him off the ground, threw him into the returner, and then basically tackled them both uh, with force. And it was boy, did it get our bench going! Our guys were fired up. So, oh, yeah, well, my great cup viewing party, we were all jumping around in the living room. Yeah, it was phenomenal. That was fantastic. Yeah. So, well done. Congratulations. Thank you so much for all your contributions to football in Manitoba and in our city. And uh, well done. And this is just the first of several, I believe. Oh, thank you. Let's all right, Jeff. Thanks for the call. We have a 90 year old June on the phone. Hello, June. 
Hello. Hi, Winnipeg. Unfortunately, I'm still in Calgary and still glowing from that wonderful wind my bombers gave me. Perfect, June. Yeah, I have been a Bomber fan since 1945, a 15-year-old in high school selling programs at the old Osborne Stadium. And I've seen a few Grey Cup parades. Unfortunately, I don't get home till tomorrow evening, so I'm going to miss tomorrow's parade. But I know the rest of the city will be out to see our boys, and we're so proud of you. That was a great early birthday present for me. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad we could deliver that, June. When do you turn 90, June? The 9th of December. All right. And I was sitting in seat nine, and uh, uh, this, <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I'm still so excited from that game. I'm almost hoarse from shouting yesterday. <laughs> but it was just wonderful. I couldn't get on the field to, to uh, uh, congratulate the boys. But uh, I did uh, have a great time with Buzz and Boomer, met them both uh, in their outfits and out their outfits, and I'd like to give a shout-out to them. All right. Well, listen, good for you to go to the game and enjoy it. And uh, I know Mike is is happy that the Bombers were able to give you such a great present, eh, Mike? Absolutely. (laughs) So was I, believe me. But I just had a feeling you were going to do it this year. And I'm just so thrilled that my daughter decided to give me an early birthday present and treat me to the trip to Calgary. All right. Fantastic. Well, thanks for the call, June. Appreciate all your thanks. support, June. Yeah. Okay. Hi to everybody in Winnipeg. Okay. <laughs> Bye for now. So June just had a feeling you were, I had a feeling you were going to win. Where would something like that come from? You've been around us all year, Bob. You yeah. know, you know how we're built. Yeah. Like, uh, well, it was, I, it was the, the win over Calgary, the win in Calgary, the win in Regina. And I just I had that feeling that you guys had, I don't know, had something going, had something special going. Some of those intangible things that we talk about in sport that you can, they're sort of like, you can never identify them or put a finger on them. It's a feeling, right? Well, we, we've talked about this earlier, you know, playoffs is part of the playoff formula is getting healthier and getting on a roll. And I think we got a little healthier with the bye week mm-hmm. and we managed to get on a roll. Good timing. Great timing. Colin, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Colin. Hey, guys. Uh, congratulations, O'Shea, to you and the rest of the organization. Me and my father, we're just driving back from Calgary right now. Uh, yeah, no, we, this, this season has been a bit of a roller coaster for you guys, I know, because you have that big stretch where you guys just seemed unbeatable. And then things just, injuries piled up and it got a little bit tougher. But you guys persevered, went out, Strebler, like I probably, I was one of his biggest doubters because the kid had trouble throwing, but oh man, do I like being proved wrong. Um, <laughs> I just, this is fantastic, guys. I know my, my dad is probably more emotional than me, man, but it's fantastic. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, Colin. You're welcome. Drive safe in the convoy. Sounds like everybody's driving home from Calgary. It should be a, should be a party on the highway. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. All right, Colin. Thank, thank, you, thank Colin. you. More emotion in that voice, too. Elliot, you're on the Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Go ahead. Hi, guys. Uh, Coach, just a big thank you to what you did. Uh, you guys are talking about that special feeling that this city bleeds blue, whether it's blue and gold for the Bombers, blue for the Jets. We are very knowledgeable. We're passionate. And what you did last yesterday was so dominant that uh, I've been watching it since the Don Jones, William Miller days you were calling Bob Irving way back in the day. 
I remember those days when you called it. And then when we first won in 84, uh, that's exactly what happened yesterday. When it gave me that feeling, man, when we had Hamilton, and it says, we're going to the cup. As soon as Hamilton won that cup in the Eastern final on their side, it says, we're going. Every time we, it's Hamilton, we match up pretty much every time. But I said, we were going to go. And then um, when you guys had the quarterbacks going two tandem, I said, guess what? That's Tommy Clements and Don Huffnickel all over again. Here we go. We're going to do it. And then first couple of plays, you rock them. And it's like, this is over. This is already over. We are way higher level than they are. They were almost scared and shocked. It's like, and I had a couple of buddies text me. He says, I said, guys, this game, it's done already. And just watch this control he's going to take. I said, um, coach, you reminded me of one of my favorite guys, which is Mike Riley, coach. I love that guy. He was so, he had such a personal demeanor that you've taken over the city with. And uh, I just hope you come back. I love Lapolese, too. I hope he comes back. I know his door is being knocked on by a few other coaches or teams, I would think. Yeah, Elliot, listen, uh, we're, we're running uh, up against okay. the clock here. we got a break, but uh, appreciate the call. Yeah, good luck. Thanks again, Coacher. And we are back for the last half hour of the last Coaches Show of the year after the Blue Bombers won the Grey Cup. Uh, here's one from Dennis before we go back to the phone calls. Hey, Bob and Coach, can you believe it hasn't been even 24 hours since it happened? Manitoba's never been happier. Unbelievable. It is so sweet every time I hear you say the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are Grey Cup champions. Thank you, Bob. Coach and Big Blue, please talk about the higher power. Anyone notice Blue Bombers scored 33 points Andrew's number. There you go. Yeah, same number as uh, Andrew Harris. What a game he had. First uh, player in history to be named the most outstanding player and the top Canadian in the Grey Cup game. Yeah, fantastic. I don't know what you say about this guy anymore. We've, like, we've exhausted. Yeah, we'll say this. He's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's about as plain as it gets. Casey, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Uh, congrats, uh, Coach. Uh, and all the players and the organization for uh, persevering and the tenacity of all the obstacles that you were put on this uh, this season. Um, I also am coming in back from Calgary and uh, 27 years season ticket holder it was just phenomenal. Uh, I'm going to give a weather update. We just left Portage and between Portage and Winnipeg, it's now turned icy with the rain. So anybody behind me? Be careful. But congrats, Coach. I'll be at the parade tomorrow, and I'm sure hope you're back for another season. Thanks, Casey. And thanks for uh, letting people know about the driving conditions, Casey. We appreciate that. Rhonda, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Hi there. I just want to say congratulations on a fantastic season. I enjoyed the Great Cup. I, I am also on my way back to Winnipeg in, in Saskatchewan right now. Um also, I want to say I kind of found it funny that people are apologizing for not believing in Strebler. Like, how could you not love Strebler? And also, if Kyle Walters needs any help signing any of you, including you, Coach, I'll be glad to help him out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Rhonda. Hey, our fans travel well, eh? Like, oh, this yeah. is, it was, as you said, and, and the players noticed it early. It was a home game for us. It was fantastic. Well, Touchdown Manitoba, which is the Bombers' celebration uh, sort of party room at the Grey Cup every year. I was there on 
Friday, whatever day it was, I lose track of time, but it was a mob scene in there. It was just crazy, unbelievable, the number of people that were in there. And, man, were they having a good time. Brian, you're on the Coaches Show with Michael Shea. Hi, guys. I have a question, but first, a couple of quick comments. Uh, as a season ticket holder, I've really enjoyed the season with all the ups and downs, so I'm glad that you guys were finally able to win this championship for our fans. When I was at the game on September 27th when you lost to Hamilton 33-13, I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if we get to beat Hamilton in the Great Cup game? I never would have imagined you guys would have beaten them with basically the same score, 33-12. So um, my question is, um, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of upset with this question, but I just want to know what your opinion of it is, Mike. There's an article in the Sun where they're basically saying, or the author doesn't feel like Andrew Harris should have played in the Great Cup game. How do you feel about that? And let's say from a non-biased point of view, let's say someone like Speedy Banks had the same suspension, would you feel the same way? Okay, Brian, we'll let him answer that. I think it's nonsense. I think the the rules are in place for a reason. Um, you know, the, the, the rule was broken. Uh, he served the sentence and came back and played. And for another thing, just I'll go on record again. I believe it was completely accidental. Uh, have 100% faith in Andrew and and know that he was tested 10 days earlier and, uh, you know, clean. And it's just, to me, I think it's, it's kind of silly. And I think that whatever that article was is, yeah, it's a little crap, so... Jerry, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Jerry. Hi. Uh, two things on the broadcasting, uh, Bob. Uh, well, first, I should say congratulations to this team. I'm a long-time season ticket holder and very much enjoyed the season. Um, number one, what happens with broadcasting next year? Does OB have the broadcasting rights for next year? Yeah, we have them for a number of years yet, yeah. Okay, that's good. And number two, I read that article on Three Down Nations, uh, about Bauman being on the bomber sidelines, was he there or not? I have no idea. You're talking about the uh, the broadcast uh, team from the, that did the, the game. I, I have no idea who the, was the, where. The the TSN reporter. I was wondering if Mike knew because there was an article that the bombers had objected strenuously to Bauman being the uh, color man on the bomber sidelines for the game. Uh, I talked to Sarah Oleski before the game. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Okay, so Bauman wasn't around you at all. So that was another one of these. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Phony Andy Harris <laughs> uh, articles. Okay, well, that's good. Very well done, Mike. It was just a great season. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Jerry. Cindy, you're on the Coach's Show. You're on with Michael Shea. Go ahead, Cindy. Hi, gentlemen. Yeah. It was a wonderful season, a uh, wonderful ending. And uh, somebody asked who we thought of first when... Uh, the game finished, and the person I thought of first was Coach Harris. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cindy. Yeah, he was uh, the best coach ever, and uh, I think he would have been very proud of our guys. Yeah, he was. Richard Harris was a, a neat guy for sure. Yeah, and I will see you tomorrow at the parade. Okay, perfect, Cindy. Cindy thank Thanks. you. All right, Ziggy, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea on CJOB. Go ahead, Ziggy. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, Ziggy. Awesome. Awesome season there, Coach. Fantastic season. And fantastic for listening to you there, Bob. Thank you. You're welcome. I was just wondering, what was the reason why that uh, Sturbler uh, get that penalty? Uh, it was an adjustable conduct. He was... 
was it true that someone just nailed his knee or nailed his leg or something? Well, I, I haven't seen the film yet, but I believe Strev's he he holds his cool real well, you know. So well, he, got, he does. He does. Yes. Because he, he takes a lot of hits. He dishes a lot of hits out, but he takes a lot of hits, and and guys are chirping at him quite a bit. Um, and he said somebody twisted his ankle under the pile. So for him to get that upset um, and put himself in that position, somebody was doing something to him. I haven't seen it on film yet, but uh, I will check it out. Uh, he was very apologetic after he took the penalty, and that's that's not like him. But he was he was he was pretty upset. And and I always say this: if the if the refs would pay attention to some of the other things around the game, guys just don't get like that. Like he was, Strev was irate. So you know maybe something did happen, but they can only call what they see, and what they saw was objectionable conduct. Him yelling at another guy or whatever he said. But um, I certainly, yeah, I, I like his energy. So well, I'll I'll right. take that once in a while. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Let's go, Bombers. Boy, you could hear that chant uh, in Calgary yesterday. You'll hear it tomorrow at uh, the big parade. It was there at the airport today. Uh, Mike, everybody in the organization, pretty well everybody, players, coaches, had... uh, Family members, friends, special people at the game yesterday. You did too, right? Oh yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. Uh, both my sisters, their families, their husbands, and my one sister's kids came. Um, my mom was there, and of course, my wife and my kids were there. So my son flew in from Guelph, and my daughters came in on on Friday, and uh, it was fantastic to have my. Three kids up on the stage with me. Um, my, you know, they were in tears. Mm. Uh, so pleased. Um, you know, moving them here. Um, they've just, you know, they've just become integrated into the community. And, um, you know, I think it was, I think we've talked about this before, but it was probably tougher on them than I realized. And they did such a great job of not showing me that. They probably let it loose on my wife, you know, but, uh, um, to see it all sort of pay off now, they are, they're such a big part of it. You know, they've sacrificed a lot of time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, for me. (laughs) So I can't thank them enough. It was just very special having them celebrate that with me. Yeah. Of all the moments you've had in your life as a player and a coach, uh, that sounds to me like this one will be (laughs) <laughs> ranked high. It, they're all they're, all the wins are different, and they're yeah. all different for and special for different reasons. And this was one of those reasons. It was fantastic. Yeah. Grant, you're on the coaches show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Grant. Hello. Yeah. Great, great year, coach. Thanks, Grant. Very good. But I have one question. Uh, with pinball, there's no uh, quid pro quo, right? For you to go there. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what that means, nor can I spell it. So if it's if you speak English instead of Latin, I might get it. Yeah, I don't speak Latin either. <laughs> so I've been a long-time Bobber fan, and I hope they sign you. That was more for your boss. Yeah. So great year, and Bob, you're an icon. Well, listening uh, to thank Bomber, you. Watching Bomber games since the Salisbury end zone, so. Yeah, that's great. I'm a I'm a guy who's getting older who's been around a long time. I don't know what you yeah. how you describe that. But. <laughs> it was fifty years earlier, you know. Anyway, that's yeah. great. 
anyway, great year, guys. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank Grant. you. Thank you for the call. Bernie, you're on uh, the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Bernie. Yes, uh, I got three questions. Are we going to try and keep Zach Caleros? Oh, you want to ask him one at a time? Um, yeah. Th- all those roster questions are going to be answered uh, or talked about soon by Kyle and I and, and the rest of the the front office staff. We'll figure it out. Okay. And what about Paul Lapolis? Is he still going to be our offensive coordinator? Uh, I imagine Lap will get... Uh, Quite a few phone calls for various vacancies around the league, but um, you know, obviously, he's a very, very good offensive coordinator, and we'd love to have him back. Now, is he under contract, or is he going to, or is he in his option year, or whatever? Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even know yet. It's been, oh, it's okay. been a busy season. Okay. Now, my last question is, I the offensive did. A, uh, that's a fantastic job. The offensive line did a fantastic job yesterday. Unbelievable, yep. You know, I've been a, a football fan since 1962. And one of the biggest, the best things I ever saw was an offensive line took it to a defensive line and didn't hold back. And I mean, just pushed him around the field. Are we going to see more of that next year? That would be the plan. I like running the ball. I like Andrew Harris, and I like our O-line. Okay, Bernie, there you go. Jim, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Jim. Hi, guys. Uh, congratulations, Coach, on a, on a crazy game yesterday. It was, it was amazing. And, Bob, you are an icon. I just w- got a couple of comments here. Uh, I was at that Saskatchewan-Winnipeg final back in 72, and it's sure nice to get revenge this year. It took a long time, but we got her back. Uh Comment I have, I guess, or question was, we, we got stung in a couple of games where we had big leads and lost them. What changed by the end of the season? I thought we were, we were going to get killed yesterday with the, with the passing quarterback like that, but we sure didn't. Well, we didn't think we were going to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, I think the plans that the defense put together um, for the playoffs were had a little bit of a, a difference to them um, that maybe could catch the opposition offhand. We tweaked little things game by game. I think our pass rush yesterday was uh, relentless. Uh, I think just the number of games that that particular group of players in the secondary have now played together, their communication level increased quite a bit, their IQ increased quite a bit. Um so I, I think there's a, a bunch of reasons, but uh, it did they, all sort of come together. I mean, we were... They sure turned it around. Yeah, yeah. You know, and congratulations to Richie Hall. He, a lot of people dumped on him, but uh, you see the world is on his shoulders, and he was so happy to win that game, and I'm happy for all you guys. Keep her up. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jim, for the call. Leslie, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Hey, congratulations. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm sure you've heard it a million times in the last 24 hours, but what an amazing game and what an amazing season. I have to say um, your players are very talented and very hardworking athletes, but it's evident that you have been more than a coach. You've been like a calm, caring parent, and you can see that come through in how your team blended as a team. They're like a strong family that doesn't want to let each other down. And as a Winnipegger, 
I think that's something that that is recognized as who we are as a city. And I think that, you know, clinching that cup really, really brought things together. And I have to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for being the head of that ship. (laughs) (laughs) Keep up the good work. And I hope that other people are inspired to show that care and belief in their team and their in the people that they're mentoring to uh, believe in themselves enough to care for the person next to them and, uh, you know, do such a great job like that. You could, you could see that everyone just cared for each other out there yesterday and they worked so hard. They worked their butts off and, you know, it was just monumental game. Thank you. Okay, Leslie. Thank you very much, Leslie. Thanks for the call. Gary. Yeah, you're on the Coaches Show with Michael Shea, Gary. Hi, Bob and Mike. Gary. Great, great game. I could tell as soon as the Bombers came on the field, they were ready to play. Hamilton thought they were going to run out there, show up, and knock the Bombers off no problem. The offense was fantastic. The defense was fantastic. Quarterbacking system that you used, Mike, was just phenomenal. And my bobblehead, Andrew Harris, made it work. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Were you tapping him on the head all game? Yeah, I called yesterday. To <laughs> I know. The same thing. I know. Okay, oh, Gary. And I'm still tapping him. All right. Well, keep tapping. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Mike. Oh. And stay here with, with Winnipeg. That's the plan. We- all right, Gary, thanks for the call. Stuart, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Stuart. Good evening, gentlemen. Great game yesterday. I'm sure all of Winnipeg now. I hope the whole country does. Two quick questions. Was it better as a player, as a coach, to win the Cup? And I hope you certainly in your day. I think I met you at the Viscount Gord Hotel here in Winnipeg many years ago. I was a bartender there. And did you ever have the chance to meet Cactus Jack Wells? I don't think I met Cactus Jack. I would have been at the I would have been at the Viscount for sure when we played in when I played for Hamilton we, we always stayed at the Viscount. Would you have been in the I was bar? One of your bartenders. Well, after the game, Bob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun, I tell you. And uh, what's the say? The singing quarterback, uh, Tom Porras. Tom Porras might yeah. have been in the lobby strumming away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Stuart. <laughs> Thanks, you're Stuart. welcome. Have a good evening. Yeah. All right, Luke, you're on the Coach's Show. We're running out of time with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead, Luke. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach, and thank you, Bob. I just want to make this quick then. Uh, Coach O'Shea, I just wanted to congratulate you like every other caller. Uh, the other thing as well, I'm glad to see out of everything that all three phases of the team uh, came through. They all look professional, and anybody who had comments about quarterbacking or um, defensive coaching or players, Whatever the case may be, I think when you win a great cup and you're a champion, you prove everybody wrong. There you go. Thank you, and have a good night. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thank you. Wade, you're on the Coach's Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. I got two questions, one to Bob and one to Coach. Uh, to the Coach, uh, I got a suggestion to make, and and, and, I'm, and the reason why I'm saying this is this pertains to history. A long time ago, uh, back in 1983, in the NFL, the first uh, five picks in the first round were all quarterbacks. Joe Walsh adapted this system, and so did Don Shula. 
yeah, Joe Walsh did it for uh, Joe Montana. You mean uh, Bill Walsh? Oh, sorry, Bill uh, Bill Walsh yeah. used a golf cart with an A-frame mounted on the back of the golf cart with a tire, and got Joe Montana to throw footballs at a moving target, not a stationary target. Now Don Shula did the same thing in the '83 season when Dan Marino took his club to the uh, to the Super Bowl in his in his rookie season, but Don Shula was using a, a stationary target, and he had a a small farm out in Dade uh, County. What's your question here, Wade? Uh, maybe for Strebler to make him uh, into a good quarterback, l- teach him to learn to throw a football at a moving target, and also arm strength. He needs the arm strength, and I, th- I really do believe that Strebler one day could very well become uh, a great quarterback. Now, to Okay, I, we're going to leave that there, Wade, because we got one last caller we want to get on the air before we have to sign off. Mel, go ahead. You're on the Coach's Show with Michael Shea. Hi, Coach. How you doing, Mel? Congratulations on the win. And when Cactus Jack was around, after a game, they used to have what they call was a happy honker award. And everybody at the game, they would, uh, at the end of the game, would start peeping horns. So anybody that's around the Polo Park area... Give him the horn now. <laughs> Anyways, great game. Appreciate it. Bye. Okay, thank Mel. Thank Bye. you uh, very much. Hey, Mike, uh, thanks for being here every Monday or Tuesday night uh, all season long. You will now for the next, uh, well, at least uh, almost the next year, be referred to as the coach of the Grey Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. How's that going to ring in your ears? Sounds pretty good, Bob. Yeah, yeah, I thought it might. Thanks so much, too, for your support this year. Fantastic. All right. Well, we look forward to next season. We'll come back. Uh, I assume we'll come back. We'll see what happens in the offseason, but I'm sure we'll come back with more coaches shows brought to you by Bear Crop Science on 680 CJOB. Oh,